And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Stop. But you have to like Sephirosa. I think late 90s. These guys are amazing. We're podcasting out of Baldwin Hills on a Saturday night. We've just eaten Mexican food. You're listening to the Pixies with us. We're smoking Bolivars. Zuckerman is back from his Rosie O'Donnell cruise. It's Earth, Wind, and Fire here today. You like the Pixies, Jerry? Do you even know what a Pixie is? No, what's a Pixie? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Welcome to Spike's Car Radio. <clears throat> Zuckerman is showing pictures uh, of himself on vacation with his shirt open and a metal. Yeah. You guys, we're live. The mics are up. So, okay. Why are you showing people uh, pictures of you? You look like a Boogie Nights character in that yes, picture. Yes, that was the whole point of that picture. That was the point. That was I'm the su- point. Is I'm that how you dressed on vacation? No, 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 no. I was out at dinner with my friend Adrian from Nike, who you know, and he gave me his gold chain and his uh. glasses, and I opened up my shirt to my Pipic and took on that persona. That's funny. Is it? I was just trying to... I was putting forth a theory that I think what's missing, the missing jigsaw puzzle piece in Zuckerman's life is the cigar. Look at his face, Spike. Yeah, he it's is. It's a cigar <laughs> face. It's already disfigured. It's already marred. It's already soiled. That's what a cigar is. You, you, you take, mm-hmm. you, you revel in your depravity. That's what a cigar is. You revel in it. Yes, I am not... So good. I'm not healthy. I'm not doing anything useful. I'm I'm burning leaves and just putting them in my mouth. Foul, disgusting. Yes, you're admitting <laughs> your essential nature. You're putting you're putting forth the image of your essential nature with a cigar. I'm a walking cigar. Yes, you're saying I'm beastly. Maybe it's a cigar on a cigar. If he has a cigar, mm-hmm. yes. yeah, that's yeah. Uh, have you ever tried to smoke a cigar? Yeah, yes. <clears throat> what happened? It made you sick? No, it didn't. I I smoked cigarettes. I did <laughs> oh, smoke yeah, cigars. Had nothing to do with it. I understand, I but did I do. I understand. I don't feel comfortable ingesting any nicotine after what it took me to quit that that horrible vice of cigarettes. But I got no problem with pie. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some more pie. Give me some more pie. Hey, pass the pie. (laughs) You already had two pieces. And so, have another. It's good pie. Excellent pie. What's your favorite? That'll be his funeral. That'll be on the headstone. He had no problem with pie. And I don't mean 3.1417. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I need to update the audience on this uh, 
Hodinky watch I was trying to buy. You missed this whole thing, but I was trying to buy a watch. Jerry had me thinking about numbers of things, <laughs> buying a car based on the number. You, you like the car, but then you have to like the number. It has that meaning. <laughs> so I started chasing this Hodinky uh, Carrera Dato 45 remake, you know, 250 made. And I reached out to a bunch of dealers that had them and not a single one would tell me the numbers, Zuckerman. And then, you know, I introduced them and I said, well, I'm not a counterfeiter. I really want to buy the watch. He said, we can't, we can't tell you. You can buy it, but we can't tell you the number because you might, you know, it's a matter of principle, said okay. Delray Watch. Well, um, one of the listeners, Jiling Lee, a collector from Houston, Texas, uh, immediately reached out and said, I have number 91. Oh. 91. This is a nice number. 91. It's got a 9 in it. It's and almost a 911, but they only made 250 and he and I had a great conversation. We know the same watch people. We know uh, Ben Clymer and uh, he sold me the watch this week. Fantastic. You know how satisfying it is to pass on an obsession to contag- obsession contagion. I gave him my number <laughs> obsession. I love that. It's so satisfying for me. I passed it on. It did make it really harder, as I suspected. Trying to get the thing and the right number is really, really hard. It started when we ended the series. I thought, when do I end the series? And I started thinking, well, we've done it for nine years. And I thought, that's, that's a nice number. Ten is, like, disgusting already. You've been on the air for ten years. Jesus Christ, it's, like, enough already. Nine was my last chance to have a little brevity, a little... They didn't overdo it. You know what I mean? Save your dignity, just a sliver of yeah. it. So I, I kind of latched on that. The Beatles were together nine years, and then I started looking around my life, and every I saw nines everywhere. Now, I don't know if I was making it up. I was born in 54, Five and four is nine. Yeah, my first. Yes. Some nines everywhere. I don't think it's my, like, my think favorite it's actor. Ernest Borg. Nine. <laughs> then you take a drill like the movie Pi. You drill your brain because you see the number Pi everywhere. Remember Darren Aronofsky movie? I got nine fingers. <laughs> <laughs> if I raise one up, there's nine left. So, so it really doesn't matter if it adds up to nine or you, you got to. I don't really nine talk somehow. about it. It's a very personal thing. <laughs> and, uh, it's something I enjoy enormously. I don't always get numbers that I like, but I enjoy uh, uh, configuring them in different ways. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's led to watches. Now they have to have right numbers. Cars, of course, VIN numbers. Um, anything that comes in a, in limited numbers, I would like a number that I relate to in some way. But and then you find ways to relate to them. That's what I was going to say. You yeah. find a car. You have a very amazing collection. Sometimes it's one of three cars. How do you? You have three <clears throat> VIN numbers. One's only going to be available maybe in your lifetime. Five fifties, other things. How do you rationalize that? Five five oh oh five oh oh three, right? Isn't that one of your cards? Yes, it is. Five five oh zero zero three. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like threes. <laughs> and then if you would, threes t- are the essential <laughs> elements of nines. There's three threes. If you were to take, and if you were to take the sum, you would get five 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 oh three. That's eighteen. <laughs> one plus eight's nine. Ah, oh, I understand what you're wait doing. Wait a second. How did you get five five oh three? Well, okay, if you had five plus five plus five plus Where'd you get three. the third five? Okay. It's five 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 oh. Oh, it's five five oh. Wow, wow, I missed. You got me so excited there for a second. second. But it's thirteen is what it adds. It is yeah. thirteen. But yeah. there are thirteen letters in my name. Spike Ferriston. 
Oh. I like 13s. I think it's a fun thing. I, I encourage uh, all kinds of numerical obsession. Again, we're talking about things that are finite and things that are not open to interpretation. Zuckerberg. That's another thing I, I think people will find you, comfort in numbers. Not you, open to interpretation. You, so will you ever let it um, not you know interfere with the buying? Will yes. You, go, you know what? I won't I buy it. I told you when I got interested in the Sport Classic, I talked to this. My, my friends at the company, and I said, I'm interested in the Sport Classic, but only if I can get a number that uh, I want. And there are many that I could be happy with, but I, don't, I didn't know if they were all sold out. I didn't know what was left. And uh, it was a beautiful <coughs> moment. That they, they had already set aside a number for me, a, a number that they know I like. 666. Uh, six. <laughs> <laughs> the, the devil. <laughs> Let me guess. I think we all know those no, numbers. don't say the number. <clears throat> but I think we all know what they would be <laughs> it's not hard <laughs> anyway oh dear is that my cigar that just fell off <clears throat> let's do an ad collecting cars you know collectingcars.com sent me the same cars <laughs> again so i i found some cool cars that they have for sale that are going up for sale why right now why do they send you the same ones I, I don't know i haven't had time to call the producer and see why what's going on but uh this is coming up. Upcoming auction. 1965 Fiat 600 Ooh. in blue. Ooh. The 600 is a charming, cosmetically restored example of the classic city car presented in appealing color scheme and largely unmodified condition, featuring its original rear-mounted 633cc Tifa 100 inline 4. Look at that car. I like 71 oh, yeah. Porsche 911 T22 in Turkish <gasps> blue. What? I should be working for these folks. I knew exactly the cars to pick out for this audience. Turkish blue. Never even heard of that color. Yeah. Well, there it is. That's why I pulled it. Can information. I look at it? Well, there is, there's just a picture. I don't have the details yet. It's coming up. And then uh, this 1981 Renault 5 Turbo 1 with 31,000 original miles. The Phase 1 Renault 5 Turbo is an iconic 1980s hot hatch, which has been comprehensively restored. It is powered by a turbocharged 1.4 liter. This is something you would like, Suckerman. Believed to be one of only, believed to be one of only 1,820 Turbo One models. It is our belief. <laughs> believed to be, thought to be, said to be. <laughs> Never driven Those outside of said EMU. True mileage unknown. Uh, yeah. That's another one I like. But look at the color. It's white with red decals. There are no selling fees, so uh, if you want to sell your car, get 100% of the hammer price. You can also keep possession until the successful uh, buyer collects. Collectingcars.com. Check them up. Zuckerman, so, what was the last car that really had you in its grips? And then, uh, and then you were released back into the wild. What car were you really close? And then you, and then you, at the last second, you went nah. There's been a couple of Ferraris. Really, a couple of those older Ferraris that you start looking at how pretty yeah. they are. Sixties, yeah, or even earlier, you take a 250 GT Elena. Right, the one with the Boano roof. It, oh, there were, yeah. And it's, so it's got that very delicate roof. Mm. It's not so heavy as the, the Pininfarina 250. It's uh -huh. got a very delicate roof with a very small C-pillar and kind of a rounded rear uh, rear wind, uh, wind, rear glass. Punches. It's very, very... There's one, in fact, right now at Fantasy Junction. Fantasy. It's black. 
with a gold top and mm. that very small thin gold top is amazing wow. so i start looking at those and i really get taken away yeah that but i could be that guy who yeah. i'm not right i'm not I, I don't think i could really drive that car maybe who knows who knows but i i fantasize about those cars yeah that's cool yeah and then you start thinking it's making a weird sound who am i going to call right the practicalities yeah. of it we're spoiled by the german cars yeah that always work yeah the the illnesses the problems are minor mm -hmm. that you can have and there's plenty of people who can deal with them right right yeah yeah there's plenty of ferrari guys i know the ferrari community very well yeah but it's a, it's a hard thing to dabble in you gotta get if you're gonna <laughs> do it you gotta get, really get into you're it you're all in it's not one yeah not one outlier and oh you can have one outlier i've always had one it's it's fine you you didn't the stuff you had is 60s and 70s stuff it's more reasonable he's talking 50s stuff 50s they're a little too delicate yeah they, they don't yeah. i don't know the stuff that i've driven i wouldn't want to drive a lot the older stuff the older stuff what's yeah. the oldest ferrari you've ever driven 1998 what <laughs> I would guess something in the 50s, I think. But you don't recall it. I don't. I've gone uh, 250 short wheelbase. I No, I did. When you I go was with 250 in, short wheelbase. <clears throat> when I was in uh, Italy at Lago di Como, wow. I drove something from 1952, a little screamer. Wow. And uh, it was wild. It was only made for that road in Lake Como. It was a, a crazy little version. screamer. Yeah, yeah. It was a little I don't remember the car, but I remember how weird it drove. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was still beautiful and fun, and to be there with that scenery just made it great, but it would never work outside of that situation. You know, I have a friend with maybe the, one of the greatest Ferrari collections in the world, name withheld. And he's, wearing his shirt. Um, I drove that 59 pontoon fender that mm. was a tr yeah testarossa yeah it was a horrible experience <laughs> <laughs> i was counting the seconds till it was over yeah it was so horrible yeah you don't feel like you're in any control of it at all it's a terrifying machine. yeah that's what i felt yeah it felt out of control yeah yeah and smelly yeah but and I hot. also drove his uh, uh, 250 GTO, which I, which is the most exciting car I've ever driven in yes, my life. Yes, that's where it starts. The GTO is worth every penny. Yep. All those crazy numbers, these things yep. are worth it. And I like a Dino. I like Dinos a are Dino. cool. I also drove. I drove the 250 short wheelbase. It's a Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, just another quote. All these people with these ten eight figure cars. Meh, a Camaro. Who cares? Italian Camaro. No, they're nice. <laughs> you used to really love the Lusso. I still do. Yeah, I that's still gorgeous, do. gorgeous. I would car. Lusso it as well. Yeah, but I don't know. My tastes are changing. You know, um, we should talk about the GT3 Touring. And uh, Jerry, uh, very kindly, Zuckerman, bought us new tires for that Did car. Did you know that I bought you a set of tires? I heard while I was away. Yeah. <clears throat> They're on the car. Have you driven it yet? I have not. It was in the garage. I moved it, I moved it over in the garage just a little bit. Couldn't get a sense of it. I just needed to get it out of the way today. Right. I have the old tires in my hangar if we want to go back to them, but um, we've got to put some miles on them. I'm going to take it tomorrow. I'm hearing the P0 is going to get better. And better the more we drive and we just have to, you know, put some miles on it. I, re I really want to know what you think. So when you look at the original tires sitting there, they, do they look insane? Just, there's no I haven't been to my hangar to see them. Uh, they're redoing my hangar right now. I haven't been out there. We've been busy. Yeah. We've been busy. Um, 
But uh, we talked about this last week on the podcast, and some uh, tire snobs were, were laughing at me saying, Spike doesn't know that he's a turbo guy. He should just get a turbo. Stupid. And uh, Johnny Lieberman leading that charge, the moronic <laughs> Johnny Lieberman, as if I had never driven any of these cars and I didn't know what I wanted. I'm a helpless little lamb. And then someone sent me the uh, new GT3 RS. Spy shots. Tire shots. Guess what they're uh, on the car? P-Zeros. Pirelli P-Zeros. I'm sure that they test a lot of tires, but they're testing the very tire that we have well, on the that's, car. That's a, that's a top of the line. <clears throat> P-Zeros and Michelin. But don't you think there's th- that they might be thinking they put the wrong tire on this new Absolutely. GT3? Oh, who knows? I don't know. I think so. I think so. And uh, if you're tracking the car, no, definitely not. It's a track tire. It's great. If, I were, if, if that was my primary mode of driving that car, it'd be great. But why are you tracking a Touring? No one's been able to explain that to me yet. Right. Well, that is, it's still why a GT3. Are, why are you still te- a GT3. But why, but if you're a track guy, you, you still you'll may get the want, wing. I, you still may want a low profile uh, around town. That's, that's, I understand that. There's got to be but a master be tracking plan. There's a plan a here that we can't point. see uh, uh, that they're laying out. <laughs> it's like God's plan. There's a plan it, we they can't so? see. They've clearly moved the GT3 RS-wise. Mm-hmm. They've, so the, Pushed it this, further out. Yeah. So we're, the, the RS obviously has to go further, and then something else is going to come in maybe uh, in between. I don't know. They slice it thinner every time. Yeah. So you have no plans to get a GT3 or a Touring? Yourself? No, I don't. I don't. Uh, I somehow I found myself. I got sucked into the the sport classic. I I uh, I spec'd it. I love it. I can't wait for it. What do I'm you think? Not, of it? Totally into it. He wants one. I would like one. In fact, I heard some. I heard some news about. It. I heard there is, and even Galpin, where Dean is, they did not get an allocation. Really? Wow. They well, did there's not. only a thousand cars, right? Right. Or a little over a thousand. Twelve fifty. So there is another dealership. I am told that has an allocation and they are willing to sell their car. You just need to pay 300 grand over sticker. <gasps> so you got to pay 300 oh grand God. today and then, and you have to put the 300 down and then 300 basically Jeez. upon oh. receipt. That's, that's yes. unwholesome. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that, that's gross. It's impolite. <laughs> it's egregious. It's outrageous. <laughs> Reprehensible. Reprehensible. Jackie Despicable. Giles. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> it's preposterous. It's preposterous. Uh, we have a new sponsor, Zuckerman Upside. From cringing at the, speaking of high prices, from cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting us hard and all uh, right where it hurts. It really hurts. That's why I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out with every purchase. You're earning cash back thanks to Upside. you got to check up Upside to get started. Download the free Upside app in the App Store or Google Play. Use my promo code SPIKE911. Get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Next claim and offer for whatever you're buying at Upside. Check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit card or debit card, and get paid in comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs. You can earn three times more cash with Upside. Do you understand what they're doing here? Remember the last time we had runaway rampant inflation in the 70s? The product that was introduced then was Hamburger Helper. Yeah. Now this is the Hamburger Helper of 2022 I like, I like the idea of this company, which is why I said yes. You know how you get those credit card miles? Yeah. They're, they're kind of worthless. American Airlines are... 
you know, with American Express, you get points, you can get some sneakers and a couple things. This is one that's kind of, you get lots of practical stuff like groceries and gas for free. You spend money, you make money. Download the free Upside app and use promo code SPIKE911 to get $5 or more cash back on first purchase. $10 or more, that's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase. $10 or more using promo code SPIKE911. Upside, welcome to the Spikes Car Radio family. All right, what else we could talk about? We got Deer Zuckerman. We got questions. Um, we should catch everybody up on all the... Everybody wants to... They, they want our point of view on a couple of big stories. Okay. Um, this one, which I'm, Zuckerman, I'm sure you were sent as well. Uh, the future of cars is a subscription nightmare. Heated seats, remote start key fobs, and other creature comforts are likely, likely to become the subject of monthly and annual fees. Hmm. Have you heard about this? Yeah. Subscription-based access to vehicle features like heated seats. What? Yeah. <laughs> remote start key fobs are the latest attempt to charge people for things that their car already came with. You can't do that. Earlier this week, some media outlets noticed that BMW was selling $18 a month subscriptions to heated seats Stop it. in a number of countries in South Korea. The German automaker had previously tried and failed to get customers to pay $80 a month for access to Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Oh, my Jerry. God. This is, this is like when they started putting TV commercials in the movie theater. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. And the audience rebelled for a while, and then they got tired, and then they just ate it, and they sat through it. And they have these, imagine <laughs> these meetings that they must have to generate these ideas. How can we just drain them a little more? It's really money grubbing. It's gone if meeting today at eleven o'clock. We're going to sell them a car. They're going to own it, but they won't own the heated seats. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you pay that. You have to pay monthly. <laughs> that Every, really burns my ass. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Fry my wafers. <laughs> that frosts my, my wafers. <laughs> it's so depressing. It's so depressing that you're buying something like that that you have to subscribe to. I tear the seat out and throw it right through headquarters window. Yeah. What they don't right. see, this, this, here's the sadness. The sadness is that, that you don't see that your brand has a halo, has a glow to it, that we uh, uh, genuflect. Right. If you love a brand of a car, whatever it is, or, or of anything, but of course cars in particular, you like to fall in love with a brand for whatever reason. And they, they, they damage that 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 relationship you can't feel the same about bmw when you read that you can't no you, they become a discount air carrier where you have to right. pay you have to pay for your snack for your luggage yeah yeah it's a grift yeah it's, just it's a, a strip joint yeah three drink minimum come right. to the champagne room with yeah. your new bmw you want to open your car door Eighteen dollars a month. Oh, <laughs> every time, every you, time open, you, you, you get a bill, or you can pay by the open. It's like a pay toilet. Remember pay yeah. toilets? What are you yeah. doing that to people for? They gotta take a crab. <laughs> Let them in there. <laughs> oh, we can get them for a dime. For a, <laughs> a dime, where they shit their pants. That's, that's the choice they have. What if you don't have a dime? <laughs> it's a, what a sick idea the pay toilet was. <laughs> <laughs> the cruelty of man never ends. There's no limit. It's like charging for air, Zuckerman. 
You're the one who told me that they're not allowed in California to charge for air. So if it says they, you have to pay them a dollar, you can just say, I'm not going to pay it, right? You can walk in to, to the kiosk inside the gas station and say, turn the air on, and they have to do it. And, and, wow. Yeah. How, how does that work? What do you mean? Again, what, what is the law? They can't. That's the law that they, if upon request, they have to provide you with the air. So you have to walk in, you can, and they've, they've got a little button. The guy behind the glass has a button. He can turn on the air pump for you and the water. Really? What? Yeah. Wow. Another right, little next, scam. What else do the listeners want to know about? I, I want to know how we're going to fix this problem. This subscription thing has really pissed me off. Uh, really I mean, who cares about BMW right now anyway? <clears throat> this is such. There are so few cars in their product line that I like. Yeah. Do they really need money that badly? What else, have they got subscriptions? what else have they got to do? Are they managing- figure out how to make more money. That's what a business so is. So depressing. Um, there's a lot of action going on at Malibu Country Mart. Uh, cars and coffee down there. Um, as you know, Zuckerman, a cease and desist uh. sent to young Jacob Leroy, who's Malibu Audubon. Uh, if he does not stop advertising a car show which i don't know what they mean by advertising i think he just posts he's going to meet his friends for coffee yeah. at the coffee shop that they will take action this city controller named uh, doug cheeseburger or something what's look when you're a professional attorney yeah what, well, what why is desist? this why desist why can't they just cease well, why, why do they have to de- <laughs> because lawyers, because we have to say everything in triplicate right. in, in double you know in carbon copy one word is not enough <clears throat> for us I, what is desist des- cease and desist what is it's the same thing you Doug, gotta Doug, stop he's a, you gotta stop he's a code stop in, and stop stop and hold it <laughs> he's a code enforcement manager for the city of Malibu by all accounts he's a schmuck according to the Malibu folks I talked to today. And he's not apparently smart enough to know he's making a threat that he can't carry out to, a bunch, of, to a bunch I, of kids who want to fight. What, what is this stupidity? First of all, this, this letter is worthless. This is a worthless <laughs> letter. Do you know what Jacob letter. wanted to do with it? He, he texted me and he said, uh, should I turn this into a T-shirt for everybody? And I said, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a great T-shirt. Turn it, turn it into a T-shirt, and then he cc'd uh, our friends in the sheriff department and the president and and uh, Martians, all the important people, to scare these kids you, into stop getting coffee at the mall. Do you want to? Do you want the legal analysis? Yes. Okay. First of all, <laughs> this Title Seventeen that they quote. Title 17 in the Malibu City Code has to do with zoning, but it's more broad than any zoning law I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to enforce the law, it cannot be vague. How could a citizen, if I wanted to look up, what is he talking about in Title 17 that I'm breaking? What, what am I violating? You would have no idea. You could go in there and be looking at somebody's specific zoning plans for a development somewhere in Malibu. Right. This is so vague that it's unenforceable. Moreover, You've got what's called a prior restraint on on free speech. If Jacob Roy wants to say to his friends, let's go for coffee, and they tell him you can't say that. That's that's actually a First Amendment right. violation. Of course. So this is dumb. Mr. Roy's got a choice. If he wants, we could bring a declaratory relief action against the city of Malibu, tie them up in knots, or just wait till they try to enforce that against them and sue under a, a Civil Rights Act. It sounds like you would take that case. Yeah, I would. 
This is just so dumb. Listen, Ferriston, we have problems in Malibu. We've got global warming. We've had 600 houses burned down. We have we have homelessness. We have drug problems. You name it, we've got problems. If there was a list of a thousand problems, this would be in the bottom 10 of problems. Why are they spending their time doing this? Malibu resident Paul Zuckerman. Um, and we now have crime at the Malibu country. Mark, yes. As we said last week. Uh, Bill told me about two or three more crimes, uh, people's luggage being stolen out of their cars. Uh, there was that little smash and grab that happened. And these dopes are focused on us. And old, imagine the, old men getting coffee. Old men getting and, coffee. And young Jacob Leroy, who's a good kid. And here's the last thing. Haven't they, don't they identify that there's a need they could fill? Instead of trying, obviously people want a car show. Why don't they organize a car show? Well, they have organized something. There was an announcement just came out that starting tomorrow in one of the lots, here's the other thing. They're all different lots, not Bill's lot, but that big lot next door uh, from 7 a.m. Uh, the lot will be open from 7 to 9 p.m., but it's valet parking only. Oh, that's going to work. <laughs> that's going to work real yeah. well. That t that lot that has a constant flow of traffic. Yeah. Uh, we were told today they were having valet practice yesterday, and yeah. they had three valets. We're also going to valet park the 405 <laughs> after that. If you want to enter the 405, you're going to hand your car to a valet. He'll take it to your exit, and you'll meet him there. He'll give you the car back. So you can see that they correctly uh, calculated that most of us don't want our cars valet parked, but they incorrectly <laughs> forgot about... What is it, about 100 people coming in a minute into that place who are yeah, just using the place? It's not us. It's just people patronizing, and they're going to make them valet their car and then wait. Half of that, but half of Three that. Three guys can't even cover a restaurant between the pickups <laughs> and the drops. Half of that lot is actually just through traffic. What are they going to do about the through traffic that's driving from that parking lot yeah. to the next parking Everybody lot? Everybody gets towed. And again, they're going to make judgment calls based on the car coming in. Oh, do we have the right people to make judgment calls? Which is discriminatory. Well, already, you know, friends of mine are saying, let's have motorcycles. Let's bring our motorcycles tomorrow. Or let's bring three on the tree old cars. And <laughs> 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 I uh, I haven't even been down there for a while, but I, I am dying to see these valets work. And boy, and I'll tell you one thing I know for sure: you can't buy a valet in the state of California. There's no amount of money that'll let them. Uh, Not even twenty dollars, Ferris. No, well, no, actually, if you if you <laughs> well, offer twenty dollars, <laughs> uh, you can talking real money. Now yeah. you're talking real money, Zuckerman. <laughs> But that's the latest with this stupid war with the Malibu country market. Conquest of the useless category. Yeah, they really are focused on the wrong thing. You're exactly right. You yeah, live well, there. That's and you, the premise of their whole life. Yeah. And, and what a weird thing. What a weird way to spend their time. All right. We're going to do... Uh, you want to do Dear Zuckerman first in questions or questions and then questions. Dear Zuckerman? What do you guys think? I don't care. Yeah, let's do questions. Uh, and then a Dear Zuckerman? Or make Questions it, always feels like an ending, doesn't okay, it? Okay, then we'll do Dear Zuckerman. Let's talk about Aura first. Uh, we all do a lot to keep ourselves and our family safe. Right here. We wear our seatbelts when we drive. We replace our brake pads when they wear, and we lock the car door when we leave the driveway. But what do we do to keep ourselves safe online? Did you know that 2020 was the first year where financial losses from digital crime surpassed those of burglary? Zuckerman was a victim of digital crime, weren't you? Yet Americans continue to spend 10 times more to protect their home. Cybercrime is on the rive. And this is in the ad. Look at this. 
Our own Mr. Zuckerman was hacked by Alpha Cat a few months ago, and cleaning up the mess is a pain in the ass. Look at that. It's in the ad, Zuckerman. Wow. wow. They know this. How did they know that? Uh, Zuckerman, they want you to say, what did they take? They just locked you out. What did you have to do to resolve it? You had to call on a team, right? They, they have This is a whole Zuckerman ad that they've written here for you. Yeah. That's it pretty was, It was a big fat pain in the ass yeah. because we had to reconstruct all sorts of hard drives they tried to melt. Wow. Well, it's a big problem. Zuckerman can attest to it. Or is on the mission to create a safer internet. Or is proactive solution allows you to take control of your online life with a range of simple features. No matter who you are, where you are, where you connect, Aura has you protected. I thought it was the Aura ring that I wear. My biometric That's the, ring. That's the Aura, not the aura. Oh, that's the aura. Now for limited time only, Aura is offering our listeners a 14-day uh, free trial plus check of your data to see if you have already been part of a data breach. All for free when you visit Aura.com slash Spike 911. Aura.com slash Spike 911. Go to Aura.com. A-U-R-A dot com slash Spike 911. Sign up for a 14-day free trial. Check it out. They are, they're cool enough to write a Zuckerman ad. Another new sponsor here. How great Excellent. is that? Um, all right. I think we should do Dear Zuckerman, which feels like a real segment. Do you know what Dear Zuckerman is? No. These are real Dear Abby letters or letters sent into the New York Times. And instead of Abby or the New York Times oh, okay. answering them, Zuckerman answers them. All right. That sounds like fun. And Jerry, you can weigh in. Is it car related? Nope. Hey. Why? You, you want to talk about cars? Yeah. That's all right. what, what the show's it, about. Is it? Yes, it's a car radio show. This is one of our most popular segments. I'm not interested, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, well, with that lead off, thank you. If you've got thank some, you. I'm going to get on the stage. Some like Zuckerman's opinions, but if you uh, do, if you want to talk cars, what? Go ahead. What would you like to talk about? We're ready. Well, I do one of these. I want to see what it's like. Okay. Oh no. Okay. Thanks, <laughs> dear Zuckerman. <laughs> you could take the pressure. My parents hosted a party on the 4th of July. I invited a close friend of 20 years, and she brought her new boyfriend. He was nice when he showed up, but after a few drinks, he started using vulgar language oh, around my mother. Even after I asked him to stop, he began a loud argument with the neighbors and harassed people who were walking on the street. The next day, I called my friend and told her I don't blame her for her boyfriend's behavior, but since he disrespected our guests... I feel unsafe around him. I never want to see him again. She told me uh, I was overreacting. Dear Zuckerman, am I overreacting? No, you're not. <laughs> I mean, the guy's a drunken louse. It's, and the, the girlfriend's the codependent. She says, it wasn't that bad. He was cursing. He tried to molest your mother. He tried what? to fight with the He tried to fight with the neighbors. It wasn't a big deal. No, I mean, the guy doesn't get to come back unless he's sober or, or he's gone. I mean, come on. The guy's 86 from the party. Goodbye. No one needs that. Have you ever dealt with this type of behavior? In your, in your uh, no. No? No one ever has gotten drunk and you said you can't come back? No. Well, <laughs> we did have uh yeah, there was a very famous incident. Really? With a uh, famous female comedian who got drunk at a big party at my house in Long Island. Wow. Howard Stern. And then I think she eventually uh, got, got clean as a result. There you go. It was, uh, it was detailed on the Howard Stern show. You can look it up. Yeah. So... That's exactly right. I was going to say, the person has a drinking problem, and yeah. they can't help that, and get, get them some help. They can't help that? <clears throat> <laughs> Jerry's not very enlightened. Letter well, number two. Who's going to help it then? <laughs> Someone. 
Uh, let me see if this is a good letter. Hold on. I found some. Uh, these are all l l letters that Zuckerman sent me. Oh, I like this one. No. Hold on. Let's Where was the one about the MSG spike? That was my favorite. Uh, here we go. Dear Zuckerman, my aunt uh, has always been a hypochondriac and attention seeker. Oh, no. <laughs> That's an interesting combination. How unusual. A few years ago, she decided she was allergic to MSG, and since then, every family gathering revolves around this allergy. She insists on approving ingredients in anything anyone cooks because she claims it's in all kinds of products. She's made events, including my graduation party, all about her by feigning illness and saying she knows there must have been MSG in something. That's so funny. I wanted to know for sure if she actually was, so I made a sweet and salty dessert and added MSG to it and lo and behold she ate it and was fine I never meant for her to find out but I shared the recipe with a friend it got back to my cousin and now my whole family knows my aunt accused me this sounds like a Seinfeld story we would have done yeah. my aunt accused me of trying to poison her and refuses to come to any events that I'm attending my parents just want me to apologize but to me this is not a bad outcome Mr. Zuckerman am I wrong here no, it sounds like you got exactly what you wanted. You don't have to deal with her. She's gone. You got rid of her. My question is, why, with so many people annoying you, do do you then turn around and decide to annoy us? Yeah. <laughs> she could have died, this lady. MSG really? actually occurs naturally. That's all a fantasy, Ferris. Don't you MSG think MSG is, is, is so old-timey? We don't even talk about it anymore. MSG was, got a bad rap that was all a fable. It was really? like the microwave getting you sick and giving you cancer. There's nothing that MSG does to anybody. Oh. It's, you know what? A bunch of Jewish ladies on Long Island would eat four quarts of, of Chinese food on, on Sunday night and wonder why they don't feel good. <laughs> You don't feel good because you ate like a fucking pig. It's why you don't feel good. It's not the MSG. It was the egg drop soup, the egg foo young, the spare ribs, the lo mein, chow mein. And the salt. And the, and and the, the salt. And then buckets of rice. Right. <laughs> and, you're, and you're supposed to feel good after that. I, I think good. it's the salt. I think it's yes. the salt. All right. One last letter. Dear Zuckerman. I let my friend stay at my lake house for a long weekend while I was away. I returned to find six loads of dirty laundry, furniture moved all over the place, and a pile of water toys in my shed. Without so much as a thank you note for letting them stay, I was upset and let them know it. Not only did they fail to apologize, they criticized my reaction. I feel gaslit. These people are like family to me, but I'm not sure I can forgive them. Their response to my complaint was worse than the original inconsiderate behavior. What can I do? She did the wrong thing. The, the, the right thing to do is just, you don't say a word. You just never let them use the lake house again. Yeah. That's the lesson you learn. Oh, they don't, don't get to use it again. You uh, you don't need to say anything about it. You're dumb to say anything about it. We stay uh, at a lake house at some friends. Um, for many summers, we've stayed there. And what's nice about what they do is they lay out all the rules. Write down a squeegee. Please squeegee the shower doors. Right. There's paper and rules around all of the house. So you can't mess it up, which I appreciate. So I know I just do these things and then I'll be a good guest. When, ah. you, when you have folks staying at your guest house... What do you do? Nothing. Do you care? No, we don't care. You, you don't care. You get the maid to clean up, too. You do, do right? whatever you want, right? Yeah, do whatever you want. You know, you've invited me to stay at your guest house before, and it terrified me. Well, did you do it? No. I don't think so. You would love it. I'm sure I would. But I didn't want to bother you. What's That's wrong nice. with me? 
what's wrong with you? It's a little out of your way. <laughs> Long Island, Eastern Long Anytime Island. Anytime somebody invites me over, I just don't want to bother them. Why, why would I come oh, I and inconvenience you? I feel the exact same way. Yeah, right? Yeah. Do you think we're bugging Zuckerman tonight? No, we're not staying over. Can we? You guys always stay a finite amount of time. You stay the perfect amount of time. Yeah. It's just a little bit, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Hour two. Everybody assumes that people don't want to get back to their lives. They do. They don't need four-hour entertainments. These movies that go on for two hours and 45 minutes. Your stuff is not that great. We want to get back to our lives. We like our lives, even though they're horrible. We like them. If you watch on the Criterion channel, the old film noir movies from the 40s and 50s, they were all 90 minutes. Really? They ha they understood. You 90 minutes. We have to keep that in mind. Weren't we learning something about movies back then? What was uh, our friend Bo was telling us something about a, a movie time stat was the same time. It, it had to do with a dream segment. Oh, so REM dream sleep was 90 minutes. Yeah, right. As was a movie. Yeah, Way back and then in something the day. long was reserved for something important, like Lawrence of Arabia. Yes. Okay, this is something we're going to stay longer right. for because yeah. it's super special. Right. And then maybe Godfather will will stay a little longer. It's special now. Everybody wants to. Then nothing special. Everything's two hours and a half. Who do we want to sit there for? Yeah, it's it's just uh, ego run mad. We're uh, three days away from rapping shooting, Zuckerman. Amazing. And. Uh, I don't know, Jerry, you'll still come on the show, right? You'll be of back. Well, I'll be back a lot. You'll be back a lot. You'll stick here, stay here with the SCR yeah, audience. Sure. Because they love it. They love it when you're... Let's on. have some car questions. Um, let's do one more ad. I know they're annoying. And then uh, that's the last one of the show. And uh, we're going to do all of these great car questions. Um, we're talking you're, about you're our friends. You're learning friend. to like the smell of the cigars, aren't you? A little bit. I'm beginning to. Yeah, you're very it. relaxed tonight, Zuckerman. You haven't uh, complained once about cigars. You're very chill. I think this vacation becomes you. It's the jet lag. I am. I was <laughs> sunned. Doesn't he? He's not. He's yeah. He's you do not seem nice and chilled out. Nice and chilled out. Okay, the pills are working. <laughs> <laughs> um, Athletic Greens also works. Um, they have a great product. We use these on the show, Jerry. You probably haven't used it yet, but Athletic Greens, what is it? You guys having it. Delicious scoop of Athletic Greens. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. I want to snort adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all those things, plus meditation and espresso and athletic greens that's what we do on this movie to get us through these days um you can go there now uh and it's lifestyle friendly whether you eat keto paleo vegan dairy free or gluten free contains less than one gram of sugar no gmos no nasty chemicals artificial anything while you're still uh, tasting good delicious drink it costs less uh than three dollars a day you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with the is uh yeah the monkeypox is on the way get your athletic greens right now um we're headed into cold and flu season i like that that's yeah well, we never wants to talk about this part who's that wait oh okay all right well we'll take a break in a second let me just get this out 
We're, we're casting a movie right now. Isn't that exciting? Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash spike911. Athletic, athleticgreens.com slash spike911. Go to spikecodes.com, and all these codes are there, and you can get yourself uh, a lot of free stuff, vitamin D, five free travel packs. You want to do questions first? Okay. How much more time we got? How much time have we done? We've done 45 minutes. Yeah, let's observe we'll just, our own. Uh, he, this audience would would love us to go two hours, but usually we go about an hour. So okay. We'll All right, let's do minutes. another 15. Okay. Within the imaginary world, this question, you get one car for New York City, one car for Long Island, and one for L.A. What is it, Jerry? What is your New York City car? The G-Wagon, right? The old G-Wagon is the greatest Manhattan vehicle because of its height, narrowness, and, and shortness, um, and toughness. The new G-Wagon, obviously better in every way, but it lacks the, uh, the, the economy of space-taking that a Manhattan vehicle needs. Mm -hmm. So to drive around Manhattan, an old G-Wagon, by old I mean like 2000s from then on. Uh, for, lo for Long Island, uh, Speedster. And for L.A., uh, anything pre-73. is uh, Or an SC. We've been having a lot of S uh, mm -hmm. SCs have a way of uh, pulling you into the experience, uh, the way you have to focus on the shifting and steering. Uh, you really have to get involved with it to make it go smoothly and quickly. And it takes your mind off of your things that bother you. So uh, those are my choices. What are your drive-to-work cars, Zuckerman? I was thinking about this the other day. He drives everything to work. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but what do you drive more often than not? You know, it's it, everything's in the rotation. This past week, I drove the 71 280 SL. Mm -hmm. I drove the 58 Speedster. I drove the 66 Dunkelblau. Wow. I drove the Red 993 Turbo with 400 miles on it. Which you I had, had offered a... Um, 993 Turbo, uh, silver with linen interiors, like 200 miles or something on it. Crazy number. Did you uh, see the one that was offered to me a I couple did. hours that, ago? We'll that talk caught about my that. eye. That yeah, caught yeah, my I eye. Did. We should talk about I that. Because I love those. But, but I, I had no interest in it. You had an exciting development with your 280SL, <laughs> which you already loved. Which I already love, but the last time we drove it, when I when we drove a PCH, it was chugga chuggy. I was engaged in some spirited driving, and I noticed I lost an engine mount, and I could tell that because there there became um, a kind of a rattle, a vibration in the drivetrain going into first gear, the talking of the engine, and then just the power delivery was was just not smooth and right. So George, our Hungarian friend at Motor Doctor, he came, he picked up the car, and he took it down to the shop. He got engine mounts. It took. This is another thing. What would have taken, you know, usually an afternoon to get the, these parts took three weeks, but we got the parts in. 
He put the engine mounts on. It has secured the engine, tightened up the drivetrain. It is like driving a brand new wow. car. This is that a great experience. I want you to take this car. It is so smooth. It wow. is so tight. It's so responsive. It's everything this car should be with a five-speed. So the car I drove, you feel misrepresented. 100%. Wow, that's exciting. I yeah. can't wait to try it. Yeah. Are we driving let's, tomorrow, by the way? Drive Absolutely. It. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to uh, uh, Joe C's tomorrow. Uh, either of you are invited to join in. It's a bit of a schlep. It's Van Nuys, but his shop, uh, the, all the, I got all the race cars there and the old um, aluminum we cars. We owe him a debt of gratitude. For yes. story, we'll tell another well, time. He, he doesn't get anything out of, out of it if you visit him, but it is a pretty entertaining uh car experience if yeah, you're yeah. interested. It's great. When are you going? Anytime, uh, in the afternoon after our coffee. Okay. Could be tennis time. All right. Uh, I want to know this, too. What are Jerry's true thoughts, as if you wouldn't give us your true thoughts, on the 996? And do you own any 996s? I don't. I didn't know this. Um, I had uh, the first 996 built in the year 2000. I thought that was cool for some reason. I owned that for a minute. Um, it was a car that Jimmy Spader and I drove my 73 RS down to see a consumer, what do they call it, a focus group? Yeah. They were focus grouping it. And Jimmy Spader, who was my great pal for many years, uh, loves the 73 RS. His dream car is a Viper Green 73 RS. And we went down there in the late 90s with Sam, and they had all these 996s, and you never saw... Uh, three sadder faces coming out of that focus group. We could not believe what they did to the 911. Now, and for years I disliked it, and I still dislike it. The interior is so bad, it's it's, it's, it's just uh, impossible to find a way into it. But when I see them now from the outside, the size of it and the smoothness of it does appeal to me a little bit. I actually look at it now and go, it has some appealing aesthetics that I that I do like. It's mostly about the size. You know, it looks like a it looks like a smooth car. What, what do you think of them? I think the 4S from behind looks good. Yeah, 4S is a nice car, but I, now you're going into the later. Yeah, cars. so that I can get behind, but I, I agree with you that interior is so hard to take. Yeah, it just yeah. makes you feel gross being yeah, in there. Yeah. Um, you know, when the headlight treatment was, I, I get it, the guy tried to do something else, but uh, it, it was a misfire. Yeah. There, am I interested? I always liked your, your GT3. Spike, your GT3. Yeah. Is there, that's a real special car. Yeah. That was a great car. Yeah. Yeah. I would get a yellow 996 GT3. Wow. One that's of the few a few yellow idea. cars I would get. Let's I like the one. rocker on those cars. I mm -hmm. like the way they did that rocker. It was yeah. like a twisted pretzel. Yeah. Well, they're affordable, and that's why I think we get. A lot of questions about him because I think a lot of folks are looking at him. 993 Andy is uh, posing a question I get a lot, but uh, he's here, so I'm going to say it. It's really a comment. This liquid-cooled thing. Yeah. Air-cooled cars are really oil-cooled cars, and oil is a liquid. Shut up, Andy. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> 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 to get picked, to, to get picked, and then to be sh shat upon. <laughs> All cars have oil. Uh, for the whole group, with your busy schedules you all seem to have, do you guys make time for drives within those schedules or just go for one when a chance presents itself? 
This is uh, some legalese. Uh, I can't even penetrate. <laughs> it's a trick question. What's what the trick? Kind of, I don't understand. Uh, we the trick. break a witness yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> we go when we can. Uh, Spike and I are very busy right now. We can't do anything during the yeah, week. But we did find an, a couple of hours that always work for us on Saturdays and go on to the Saturdays, same place. Yeah. Right? And sometimes when we were in the prep phase, we would get an afternoon and we would race out for a drive. Anytime we can, we, we, we run and do it. That's the beauty of the car hobby. Instant 45-minute vacation. There's very few things like that. Yeah. We had it today. Uh, Dr. Kyle Stanley, doctor. No, Dr. Kyle. <laughs> what do you think of this mole? It's a good question. Do you, does, do, does Jerry have theories on lowering his Porsches and why does he do it? I'm paraphrasing. I, I'm, I'm comfortable lowering them to Euro ride heights. I won't go below that. Although, if it's a race car, if we're talking about a, uh, an ST, uh, a TR, or something from the 60s, like uh, 8-Ball, like what you had, mm -hmm. those cars are cool to lower because they're race cars. And you can, if they're slammed, it, make, it does make them look cooler. But the rest of the stuff... Um, I don't love it. I, I once had a conversation with Tony Hatter. I wanted him to explain to me, why do VW Beetles look so great slammed? What is it about that car that when they're slammed, they just look so cool? And most car, any car looks good slammed, really. It just compresses it. It makes it sleeker. So, I don't know. What was the question? Have you, do lowered, I, do you, have you lowered it? I, yeah, you I lowered have. my 79 uh, target to Euro height. It looks a lot better. The U.S. height is too high. What, why 996s is, were too high. Are Euro roads that much sorry. better? Are Euro roads better? Is that why they're yeah, lower? Yes, they are. They are. The bed is deeper. The roads in Germany, the bed is six foot deep. Here in America, it's like two, three feet. That's why they, they, they turn to apple crumble after two years. <laughs> Uh, who would you consider your biggest car culture influence and why? Who influenced me? Who influenced you? The who most? The most. Sam Cabillio. Really? And you, I would and say. And me? Yeah. But, but before me, I mean, when I before first... Before you, I just had the magazines. I had no one to talk to. Really? I have a was friend... it Letterman at all? Letterman or... and I used to talk about cars in the commercial. Letterman and I uh, used, really got excited about the, when the 944 Turbo came out. Right. He got one, I got one, and I remember him writing on one of those blue cards during a commercial segment. I said, how's that 944 Turbo? And he wrote on the card, hot butter. <laughs> 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 because he couldn't say that the, the audience was too loud why you did he know write how loud it? the band is yeah. during the commercial yeah yeah you can't talk on purpose yeah he doesn't want oh, to really? talk <laughs> yeah why do you think it's so loud during commercials save it for the show jerry hot butter <laughs> what oh, i'm sorry i was putting my dinner order down <laughs> What'd you say? What? 44? I'm going to get some corn on the cob. <laughs> get some corn on the I cob thought, What should I have with it? <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Hot butter. <laughs> oh, boy. These questions. Uh, uh, New York friend of a friend. What do you think of the Volkswagen Type 3 Fastback from a driving perspective? Love it, love it, love it. Uh, it was an era of cleanliness, the steel wheels with the slots, the simplicity. That was great VW era, the early 70s. Fiat's in the early 70s, VW in the 60s and 70s, MG in the mid-60s. 
Mercedes in the late sixties, early seventies. Cars, you know, you gotta. There were times when they, 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 and it just comes together for these companies, and they put out a lot of stuff that's just great, and it comes and goes, right? They have they they have moments, and then they lose it. Mm-hmm. Do any of you guys have an eight-track tape in your cars? And you do, Zuckerman. What Absolutely. car of yours did I just drive that had an eight-track in it? Oh, the sixty-six Stunkelblau. Wow. Yeah. And it has the Allman Brothers. That, yeah, oh, and it that's works. Great. That's the, great. The guy who ordered that car knew, opted not to get a radio. He thought AM/FM was over. That it was going to be about eight tracks. Wow. So it only has an eight-track player. In that's it. the coolest. He was right. Thirty years too early. <laughs> he was right. <laughs> But um, what we like to do is we like to go. We also, maybe it was the 87, right? The cassette tape? Yeah, yeah. You go on eBay and there are new eight tracks and new cassettes. Maniacs save these things. You can NOS. buy them. Yeah, you buy five for your car. You throw them in the front boot. So look at me. Uh, when you fell in with us, uh, you had started collecting some cars. You, I think the, uh, mostly unsatisfactory uh, experiences you were having. And then you got in with us and we, and we directed you. In, into the Porsche uh, uh, cult. If you had not met us <laughs> and you had continued left to your own devices, mm-hmm. what would have happened? I'd probably be driving a Stutz right now. Stutz Bearcat? Stutz Bearcat. Imagine calling a car a Bearcat. <laughs> what do you think we should call it? <laughs> How about Leopold? How about the Alpha Ray? Yeah. I got it. A bear cat. <laughs> bear oh. cat. Mm, those are all pretty strong. <laughs> but let's go with bear cat. <laughs> Mr. Stutz, you're a genius. <laughs> Stutz, you've done it you've again. Done it again. <laughs> the bear cat. I'm going to sell six of those. <laughs> Well, that's our show, everybody. Um, good news is we're going to Pebble Beach. They did find us hotel rooms. So we've got reservations. I'm uh, handling those, and we're going to do a show. And uh, any combination of myself and uh, Jerry and Zuckerman and Johnny Lieberman and Tony Hatter and Grant Larson, somebody will be on that stage having fun with you all, and I'll get that link out to you so you can uh, get tickets. Um and I think, you know, I, they might actually be free this year. I think we're part of just the Pebble Beach Concord wow. thing. You buy a ticket, you get to come to our thing. It's going to be Saturday at 1.40, 1.30, 1 Saturday at the, uh, at the Lodge, as I understand it. But it's on. It's on in a big way, and we're, gonna, we're pretty excited to come there and hang out with you guys and uh, smoke cigars. Um, that's the show. Jerry, thank you. Thank you for coming on, always Zuckerman. A, always awesome. fun. The hospitality, the Mexican food, the new calm, Zuckerman. A pleasure to be around. Today. Yeah, you're really just a water lily on a Chinese lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week on Spikes Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.